Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike Norris and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome into another episode of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. It's Mike and Carmen with you. And oh my, we're down to just 13 games left in the 2023 NFL campaign. It is playoff time. We had another winning year as a team on the odds couple, and we're going to reset things and try to do it again and give out some winners as we enter the playoffs and super wild card weekend with not one, not two, not three. How about six games to break down starting on Saturday, going all the way through the holiday on Monday night. Mike, we're going to hit on all of them. And it's great to be with you and everybody, as always. And I'm ready for the playoffs, my friend. That's right. We're ready for the playoffs. Is the weather ready for the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, my gosh. I was just reminiscing with Carm. Back in uh, back when the station that I worked for moved downtown, I remember they told everybody, stay off the expressway, don't get on. Then they saw a black Cadillac hit the, uh, <laughs> the Lakeshore Drive. I stayed off the expressway, and I was the only guy out there. And then I saw a City of Chicago guy concrete head who's a cousin of mine and i followed the plow all the way in nice and uh it was just uh, you know by by hook or by crook all three of us are here today please be safe i know in the city you're not getting as bad as we are out here yeah way west of chicago but you know what that's the way it goes we just sh- shutter everything down but what's not going to shut her down is 40 50 mile an hour winds maybe 45 50 below zero with the wind chill in Kansas City, mm-hmm. that's not going to shut down. So it's going to be some Paramount-type cold games that rival those that I watched as a kid back in Green Bay in 67 and other areas. Yeah, there are two of these six games, and Mike was just alluding to, where weather is definitely going to be an impact. And then you have uh, you know, a warm-weather climate or a warmer-weather climate for the final game on Monday. you got a couple of dome games where it won't matter. But uh, we'll get into those weather games in a little bit here. We're going to try to... Touch on all these as best we can to, to get everybody set for Wild Card Weekend and the NFL playoffs uh, as we get this thing rolling. We will talk to Luke Pergandy a little bit later on. We'll get some ponies from Jim Miller, too. But Mike's right. Be safe if you are on the roads. The beautiful thing about this day and age, it seems like when people have the option to be able to work from home, they can. They can be almost as efficient. Technology allows for that. Uh, the roads weren't too bad yet this morning. I think it'll be interesting when uh, I roll out of here a little bit later this afternoon to see what it's like. Here's but. my life, Carm. I'm telling you. But by the way, folks, 57-42 and 7 for it. the odds couple this year with the producers also. Carmen was 21-13-2. I was 27-24-5. The producers were 9-5. We just got it done. And in the playoffs, we're 60%. But, I mean, I watched all 86 episodes of The Sopranos over the past two weeks. <laughs> I love that. Uh, with the 25th <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, uh, it's just been a fan. It's the greatest show that was ever on TV. James Gandolfini was the Michael Jordan <laughs> of, of television. I mean, even Rolling Stone magazine says it's the greatest of all time, and they usually don't go that route right. with that type of violent situation. But what a you know, you talk about excellence. You think about uh, the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick. You think about Nick Saban at Alabama, and you think about mm. uh, the Sopranos. Then you think of the Odds Couple. I mean, so I mean, that's right. You, you put yourself in a pot and you're going to come out a winner. We're ready to go. We're in good company. We are ready yeah. to go. So let's uh, let's 
Hop right in. Like I said, okay. we're going to cover all the games. Yep. Uh, this has been a good dog weekend the last handful of yes, years. Yes, it has. Be right? careful. Yeah, Be since, careful. <laughs> since, Mike's right. I mean, it really has. Since 2018, uh, here's the trend, folks. The underdogs 16-10 and 10 against the number during the opening weekend of the playoffs. Four of the six dogs covered last season during Wild Card Weekend. We'll start down in Houston with the Browns and the Texans. With the Texans, the threes are long gone. The Texans now about a two-point home underdog. 44.5 is the total. Houston won three or four down the stretch. The only loss was at home to the Browns on Christmas Eve. The Browns were about a field goal favorite in that game. Now, you might remember that that was one of the games C.J. Stroud missed when he was in the yes. concussion protocol. Case Keenum and Davis Mills quarterbacked. Uh, rookie stud pass rusher Will Anderson missed that game. The leading sack man, Jonathan Grenard for the Texans, was injured and knocked out of that game early. So it's kind of hard to go back and like really glean anything from that one. You might remember that was the game where Amari Cooper went crazy. I would think that D'Amico Ryans and this Texan staff is a little bit more prepared no matter what they tried, no matter who they tried on him. Off coverage, press coverage, uh, Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper carved up that secondary. I wouldn't expect quite the same, but what do we think about a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud making his first start against the seasoned vet Joe Flacco, who, let's face it, to the surprise of most of us, has played pretty well for the Browns down the stretch, Mike. Yeah, no no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, I understand, you know, I, I want to make sure I haven't brought this up before. I'm starting to get a little bit like Uncle Junior, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, you know, what do you want, a boutonniere? That's great. Uh, anyway, yeah, Tony goes, remember we ran things? He goes, what do you want, he a goes, boutonniere? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, so, you, you, my father and you, you ran North Jersey. We did? That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, but I got something for everybody here. This is courtesy of Bisson. I like to give out, well, by the way, Bovada, DraftKings, we get our info and ourselves, Carmen, myself. We also dig up some stuff too um, on our own. We don't just take at, uh, the, the the stats and run with them because you see our record. Um, but this is an interesting stat: quarterbacks making their first start in the playoffs. Mm. Okay, yeah, with the spread, seventeen thirty-five and one. Wow! So there's four. You figure it out. I know this. Stroud's one of them. Loves another. Yep. And there's two more. I'm not here to tell you who. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. But all I'm going to say is, and straight up, listen to this. Same thing. 1736, no tie. Wow. So if you bet, according to this, the four, uh, uh, the four games, the quarterbacks that have been there against the quarterbacks that are making their first playoff start, you're going to win. That's uh, that is interesting, right? Yes. And like Tua falls into that. He didn't start last year in the playoff right. game for Miami, and they're four and a half point favorites. But yeah. let's don't and don't forget, I don't care. Who, it, you're going to be cold. Both teams are going to be cold. But what Miami's going to feel, they have never felt in their life when no. they hit that turf in Kansas City. It's going to be like forty below zero. Yeah, we'll get to that game in a second. Mike's yeah. right about that. Uh, the the key a uh, couple of key injuries here to to track if you've got uh, you know you want to get involved in the first game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we told you about the couple of stud pass rushers that missed that first Browns-Texans meeting back on uh, Christmas weekend a couple of weeks ago. But uh, keep an eye on Will Anderson as he's uh, trending towards uh, a return. He played limited snaps the last couple of weeks. I think he's still dinged. I, I think he is too, and I think Grenard is as well, and I think mm-hmm. it could really impact the game. And then the key injury for the Browns defense, of course, Denzel Ward missing some practice time this mm-hmm. week. Kind of keep an eye on that. The Browns Everybody's cont- doubting Flacco. I, I, I'm trying to figure that out. By the way, that stat I just gave out was from 2000, all the way 
back to 2003. They're oh, so 17 that's, and 35. Yeah, that's a lot of data. I mean, I was going to say that's a huge sample of but games, Flacco, so it's relevant. Yeah, it's relevant. Flacco, uh, they expect him to turn over the ball. Well, wait, they're... The Cleveland defense is as good as any. Cleveland's uh, defense finished number one in the NFL right. in defensive EPA per play and success rate, Mike. You're right. Right. So it's not like it's not a one-way street. There's a two-way street here, and you're playing, uh, you know, Flacco's 38 years old. He'll keep it simple. That's what he's going to do. I, 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 don't, I don't see Houston. I'm going to go with this uh, theory that the first-year quarterback's got a problem. Yeah, to me, this is a lay-it-or-don't-play-it spot. And and I wouldn't mind being wrong on that. We're not giving that out as a best player or anything. I'd love another weekend of C.J. Stroud. I I think it's fascinating. But I'm kind of with Mike on this one. I think if you're going to play this game, to me, this is probably a lay-it-or-don't-play-it You know who C.J. Stroud is, Bear fans? He's what Justin Fields was supposed to be when he's I know, right? Period. It's incredible, Mike. So, and I, you know, I don't know how much time we have to talk about that that nonsense, but you know what? I just I've lived this movie. It's like seeing Godfather Three again and saying why. You know, I've right. watched it eight, nine times. Why do I want to watch the same movie where the head coach stays and five guys get, I know. get lost? And, and who knows if you're doing this whole thing over but again. But Stroud is what Fields was supposed to be, fair yep. fans. Yep. So, period. So the second game on Saturday, Mike kind of hinted uh, or uh, uh, touched on this a little bit already. The weather's really going to be an impact oh here gosh. because of the bitter cold. They're saying it is in all likelihood going to be one of the five coldest games in NFL history. From Arrowhead, it's the Chiefs laying four and a half against the Dolphins. And they're not going to call it off. They're not calling it off. Total keeps coming down 43 and a half. Uh, Dolphins, I don't understand that, man. And that weather with the wind? I know, right? How do you even throw? And that I, I don't know. I mean, and this is... <gasps> This is going to be something uh, because we're talking about negative five, probably just the game time temp they're thinking right. is going to be around zero, maybe down to negative but five. The, the wind chill is even thing. colder. Yeah. It could be cold, but if it's windy, you can't throw the ball. That's going to come into play when we get to the Buffalo yep. game, too. We'll after, get to that oh after God. the break. But, yeah, that's going to come into play big Absolutely. time. Absolutely. But this will be uh, this will be an interesting one here with the Chiefs who just uh, haven't really looked right on offense all year. Um, it's no secret that uh, that offense just hasn't looked the same since their bye week in week 10. The Chiefs are just four and four. They've scored more than 25 points in just two games. And since week 11, their offense is 19th in the NFL in EPA per play. Over that same time span, the Bears are 18th. Yeah. The Bears' offense was one spot right. better in EPA per play than the Chiefs down the stretch. So, interesting game here you to know see what if my the uncle, Dolphins. Uncle Leo told me. He what? called me. He's 87 years old. You know what he asked me? Why do I have to buy a peacock? To yes, see the you do. Game? That's a good point. Why do I have to buy a peacock? I know, no, you got to get. If I didn't have BB, I wouldn't be even able. I'd be back to 1960 when I had to drive somewhere to see it, the Bears with my dad. Yes, you'd be looking for it tomorrow. Like, Wait, what are we doing here? Yes, yeah, well, you need the, the way, streaming folks, service for tomorrow night's game. And by the way, folks, nobody in the NFL media will say it because they want to keep their gigs. But I'm going to tell you this right now from around the country. Bars don't even know if they have it. The bartenders don't know how to get it. They'll be looking around. Now, I guess I guess if you're an Xfinity customer, you wow. get it as part of this your... This wasn't the way it should be where you shut out the 55-plus. I, I mean, that's what... They, they want the Swifties, the, the phones. But wait a minute. They get billions of dollars from regular TV. I keep hearing, oh, it's all about the money. Wait, they make billions. I don't like it either. I don't it know. It sucks. Uh, it does kind of suck. It you're makes. Pa- I mean, you're. I mean, I mean, God bless them. You got grandparents, and and you could go over there and help them out. 
I think one of my brothers has a Peacock account, so I might just log in well, on well, my wait TV. Wait a minute, Tom. Let me ask you a question. Should it be? I someday we're going to pay for the Super Bowl. I saw this oh, coming. See that 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 should. Well, not. wait. Whoever dreamed? Wait. When you're a kid. You dream about being on NBC. You dream about playing football on Fox. Did anybody tell you you were going to be streamed? On Peacock. On a playoff game? Uh, you gotta, what a bunch of greedy nonsense. That's, what, that's all it is. It that's makes absolutely me right. sick. It makes me And they, all the Swifties will watch. So you're going to see Taylor Swift, okay? The long-necked young lady, you'll see her hugging. I guess, yeah. Well, I guess, but they said, that, well, it's 30 to one, it's 3 to I don't know what there's odds whether she's going to make the game or not. Well, she's going to be in a box. Yeah, she's been if in she most was, of the games. I would think she'll be there. She'd never go if she had to sit outside. Go, oh, of course not. I, mean, I wouldn't go if I had to sit outside. <laughs> I think it's despicable what the NFL is doing with that game. Period. I hate it, too. I yep. do. Sorry. I hate it. I think it's nonsense. But, You're you know, turning it's your like back we're, on the people that built you. And I know we're old and people are like, no, oh, you, but, but I, I think it's ridiculous. Wait, I don't care. I got it. My my grand, my uncle, say, he was a bear season ticket holder in 1963. I think it's ridiculous. And you're cut. And you're and now he's got to look for an NFL playoff game, I please. I want to make a case for the Dolphins in this game. I no. love the fact that last year they went into Is Buffalo. Is coming back? I don't think so. Oh, they mind. went into Buffalo last year as a 14-point underdog and made it a hell of a game. They lost by three. And that was with Skylar Thompson under center. That game was cold, too, but it was in the 20s. It's nothing like it's going to be in Kansas yeah. City on Sunday night. The hard the hard part about backing the Dolphins here is all the injuries. They, they literally have no healthy edge pass rushers. They've lost everybody. Van Ginkle got yeah. hurt last week. Chubb and Phillips are already done. Their two interior guys have been good. But I just, you know, you're signing Bruce Irvin and Justin Houston off the street. Uh, Xavier Howard's not going to play. Javon Holland might miss the game. There's just no healthy players on that defense. Uh, it's sort of hard. I really want to make a case for the Dolphins. Maybe they run the ball well and they keep it close. They did finish number one in the NFL in yards per attempt and top five in rush EPA and rush success rate. So maybe there's a path for the Dolphins to keep it close and pull a stunner. But just with, with all the injuries on that defense, it seems to me kind of tough to back the Dolphins here, Mike. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, and they're coming into just a bad situation. Yeah. They're coming into a bad situation, bad weather. Yep. I, I think you're defeated. It's sort of like I sort of compare bad weather for warm weather teams, like when Jordan would come out of the tunnel when the other team was ready right. until they saw him, or when Tyson would climb up and, and go through the ropes to get into the ring. He was ready to fight until they saw Tyson. Then you were ready to just run. I think weather feels that way against precision teams. Can Tua do it? Absolutely. We'll see. But we'll see. But I wouldn't, if you're not going to bet the, uh, the Kansas City, I wouldn't bet the game. Yeah. That's me. Now, as bad as the weather's going to be there, there's probably a, the weather's going to probably impact another game this weekend even more. We'll Bigger. get to that in a little bit. That's the, the first game on Sunday. We still got a few games to preview, so don't go anywhere. Luke uh, Pergandy's going to join us coming up next. We'll also get some ponies from Jim Miller later, and we'll give you our best play. So we're cruising along. Lots to do and still lots to cover, folks. Don't go anywhere. We are the Odds Couple coming right back. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside this week's episode of The Odds Couple. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. Catch up on demand. Make sure you have the ESPN Chicago app. You'll catch the Encore replay over the air on Saturday morning. But that app is so handy because you can listen anytime, anywhere. That's right. Here's another app you need to have. 
That's right. So good when we win. Yeah. Here's another app you have to have. The Prop Swap app. You can buy and sell your futures wagers. We love it. And every week we talk to one of the founding members. He joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Luke Pergandy. Oh, it's snowing. Hi, guys. How are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm well. Uh, welcome to the NFL postseason. 13 yeah, games to go. So you've got uh, the Niners as the two to one favorite, and then the long shot on the board, the Pittsburgh Steelers at one hundred and twenty-five to one. Uh, any teams maybe in between that you like or that you've seen a big appetite for, Luke, uh, in terms of you know what buyers maybe want? Uh, anybody with slightly longer odds that could uh, you know be a little bit of a dark horse here going into the postseason? Yeah, so uh, you know I would say the Rams are the most popular team that are in the. 25 to one ranger above uh obviously playing the lions you kind of have to make a decision there lions also were selling a lot of tickets up they're around 22 to one so rams at 50 or lions at 22 both are interesting of course they play each other so one one's not advancing um and then on the afc side yeah pretty split action between miami and kansas city it seems like the weather is going to be horrible which i think is probably uh, plus to the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs will do better than the Dolphins in that weather. Um, and then I, the Eagles and Bucks have basically been left for dust. No one really trusts either of those two teams. And yeah, what do you do about the, that Cleveland-Houston game? To me, that's the toughest game to pick this weekend. Yeah, Mike uh, and I talked I about think, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a really tough one. I, obviously, Houston has a better offense, but what Cleveland's defense has done, and obviously Flacco's research, that, that's a difficult game. You know, uh, I believe the Rams are the Elvis impersonator that looks more like Bobby Rydell when he takes the stage. You know what I mean? I think that the Detroit Lions, this is a good bet for them, 22 to 1. Yeah. And what were the Rams coming in? I think they're like 40 or 50 or something to 1. 50 at least, yeah. At least. I would at least, folks, maybe invest with PropSwap and – Buy yourself a Lions ticket because I think they're going to win the first game against the Rams. Matthew Stafford supposedly coming back home. That place is going to be insane. And the Lions, uh, they've, they've handled everything. It was a weak division, but there's a reason they won that division. They came through big at the end. I think they're playing with confidence, and golf is a proven winner. Yeah, I I, I do agree. I think gun to my head, I would lean the Lions. Yep. Um, to me, like, if you're going to go the L.A. route, buy them Easy. at 50 or 60 to 1, mm-hmm. and then say they get out to a 17-7 lead in the yep. second quarter, I mean, you could flip that for 3x for sure nice. on drop swap, and they are only, on the money line, they're plus 140. So you get a much better return. If you buy a Rams future, they get up at a point in the game, you can flip it versus just betting the straight money line. You're going to get, like, double your money by, by the, mm-hmm. the former strategy. Uh, Tis the season where we usually start talking about uh, NBA MVP, and we've identified some you know guys over the years. Fans of uh, you know the odds couple know we first started talking about Joker. We were three, the only guys that ago. knew about him. I know this time nope. of year, and uh, you know even even Embiid last year, we kind of looked at yep. about this time and said, boy. And now you're looking at Embiid at seven to one to to be a repeat winner. The kind of numbers he's put up are just uh, uh, you know they're mind boggling, Luke. But uh, one of these years, Luca is going to win it. He's about a four to one. Uh, you know, he's listed at about four to one right now. But Joker's a favorite again. Shea Gilgis Alexander. That's another name that I think more basketball fans, just more sports fans, are kind of getting to know. But uh, do you guys, this time of year, as the NFL, and I know we're just starting the playoffs, but as we 
turn the calendar and we start to transition? Do you guys see, you know, a little bit more action on NBA futures, NBA um, uh, MVP and, like, and, and things like that? We do, yeah. I would say college basketball is hotter than NBA just because the, the calendar has turned and people yeah. kind of feel March Madness coming in less than two months here. Um, so I would say that we can't, like, University of Arizona, mm. UConn, um, uh, not really, UCLA's gotten cold all of a sudden, but, um, you yeah, know, a little bit of Duke, um, what else? Houston, Purdue. <laughs> I don't know what to do with Purdue. Purdue like, I know. And we'll get back to NBA in a second. But, um, you know, Purdue, like, it just seems like that team is just not built for the postseason. You I get Becky, he gets in foul trouble early. Yep. Maybe he's missing free throws. Like, I, I just, you got to have good guard play. And uh, and granted, Arizona went out to, to Indiana, and the, the Purdue guard shot the lights out. So, like, there is there is an uh, example where Purdue's guards can play well. But overall, they're just not a talented uh, backcourt. So, I don't know. I, I have my concerns about Purdue relative to those other teams who just kind of rattle up. But yeah. Kansas, hey, tons of action on Kansas. Nobody wants the number one slot. I mean, Kansas lost. I mean, there's a lot of top teams yeah. losing. We talk about Purdue. Yep. It's a wide-open tournament. That's what Prop Swap's for, folks. You can buy a ticket right now. Don't even smirk if you buy a 100-to-1 ticket. There is, that's as good a chance as any of these favorites. Think about UConn last year, right? Hey, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, last year's Final Four... 500 to 1 FAU. Yes, sir. 200 to 1 San Diego State. San Diego State went to the finals. They beat they beat FAU by a point in the final four game. Even Miami Florida was yeah. 75 to 1. That was that was your final four last year and you kind of could have found a 30 to 1. I yeah, mean just pretty amazing. like un, unmatched underdogs went to the final four last year and I I don't see any reason why this year is going to be different. Yeah. All right, Luke, great stuff, buddy. Enjoy the first Love weekend. You, yep. And uh enjoy uh divisional, I mean I'm sorry, wild card weekend here. We'll talk mm-hmm. about some of the divisional games next week and we'll catch up on Friday next week, all right? Cool. Looking forward to it. Good game. You too. <laughs> stay warm. Here's stay, warm. stay warm. Hey, by the way, okay, Bill Belichick, congratulations, my friend. What a run you had. Nick Saban, congratulations. The run you had. Uh, the not, I, I do want to just say that I've seen every college coach since 1963, 64. I do have some coaches that could coach with Nick Saban. Not many could coach with Belichick. Mm. I got guys like Tom Osborne. I got guys like Barry Switzer. I got guys like Joe Paterno. These guys could have all coached against Nick Saban, but Nick Saban is the winningest and most successful. That's where the argument will end most likely, but Jimmy Johnson was as good a coach. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of guys. And Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, and Pete Carroll, ladies and gentlemen, let let me just sing the praises of Pete Carroll, who I would love to see. He's going to go upstairs. The man won 12 Pac-12 championships. He won four Rose Bowls. He won two Orange Bowls, okay, two national titles. He won a Super Bowl. He won 60% of his games in the National Football League. Easily, if you want to make an argument for him and Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer, who basically did a great coaching job by staying out of the way of Jimmy Johnson's guys and said, you guys do what you do, I'll take some credit. These were all great coaches, so someday it will be a fun thing to discuss 
you know, who was better, Shula yeah. or Belichick. Now's not the time, but I want everybody to calm down a little because Bear Bryant won as many titles in Alabama yep. as Nick Saban did. I think did. that's right, yeah. Yep. Boy, Saban, was, it was an incredible run. Though, it was an it. incredible run, but also I think the competition back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, Notre Dame, Penn State, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Miami, the, you don't see that type of competition anymore. Yeah, it's more spread part. out now. You're right. It was and, like more oh top heavy gosh. back then. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's true. Uh, let's uh, continue to get after some of the games. I love continuing. Right? Yeah. Uh, super wild card weekend. All right. So we talked about how bad the weather's going to be, and really it's going to be that bitter cold in Kansas City. Right. First game on Sunday, Steelers at Bills from Orchard Woo. Park, and the weather will be a huge factor here, folks. They're talking about snow. They're talking about wind gusts of potentially 35 to 45 miles per hour. I don't even know if Josh Allen's arm can get the ball through that type of wind. But his legs can. His legs can, and uh, that's why it's probably his over-rushing total is probably a good prop bet. This number, this total, I'm sorry, is down to 35 and a half. It should be 25 and a half. <laughs> it might be. Uh, T.J. Watt, it's a killer when the Steelers lose him. Pittsburgh is 1 in 10 straight up without Can't Watt in the healthy. lineup since he came into the league. Yeah, it's been tough. Freak injury. Finished the year with the most sacks in the NFL. He had the fourth best PFF grade for edge rushers. Uh, you know, and the other thing to take note of here is Mike Tomlin getting this many points. You know, he's yeah. been great as a, as an underdog in his career. He's 58-33-2 against the number that's over 60%. And in the Allen McDermott era, the Bills just 2-3 and three against the spread as a home favorite in the postseason. So certain things here say, uh, you know, take the Steelers, but the weather is really the biggest determining factor you know, Carm, maybe in the outcome of this game, Mike. You know, Carm, I mean, I've been called the ruiner of narratives. But forget what my mother thinks about me, okay? <laughs> what I'm going to tell you straight this, folks. The last seven games, the Buffalo Bills, as minus 10 point or higher favorites, I love this. are 0-7. Thank you. That's it. And you got bad weather. Thank and you. you got a guy that turns the football over. And you got a very popular team. Now, that doesn't mean the trend. Sooner or later, the trend ends. Is this the type of weather... I mean, do you want to hit your wagon to Mason Rudolph? He's been playing pretty mm. solid football. He doesn't make stupid mistakes like Mitch Trubisky did, even like Pickett did. He seems to be sound. Ten points, driving winds, yep. rain, snow, and they're 0-7 when ten, it, the last seven games when they're ten-point favorites. Playing double digits, yeah. I love Come that on. stat. That's a great stat. I it mean, really you got to stay away. I mean, if you're not going to bet Pittsburgh, yeah. and, and it could end up, 20 to nothing. It could end up 20 to 3. But how can you ignore with the weather and that stat not taking at least or having a lean or couch change on Pittsburgh? Great point. Absolutely. All right. Three games down, three to go. We're still going to get Jim Miller with Love some points. Three to go. Three more. We, uh, yeah. we continue to cruise along. We'll give you our best plays before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. It's Carmen and Mike. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside this week's episode of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week. Make sure you catch up on demand with the ESPN Chicago app. You'll get the Encore replay over the air on Saturday morning. We have given you three uh, breakdowns so far. We keep rolling with the middle game on Sunday, and it is the Packers visiting the Cowboys. The seven and a halves have all disappeared in the market. It is the Cowboys laying seven. Fifty and a half is the total. This will be the ninth 
all-time meeting in the postseason between these two storied franchises. They are four and four against each other. The Packers have won nine of the last 10 meetings overall, so they've really had the better of this rivalry here recently. Dallas, a very impressive NFL best, 21-5 and straight up at home since the start of 2021. They're also 17-9 and against the number in those games, so they've done a good job of not only winning but covering by margin. Cowboys are averaging more than 30 points per game at home this season. I think this will be a very interesting one and a lot potentially on the line for Mike McCarthy. Uh, if he loses this game, there is a lot of speculation that Jerry Jones will have had enough and he might be out. Jordan Love has played great here, Mike, down the stretch. His last eight games, six and two straight up, five and three against the number, 18 touchdowns, one interception, top five in the NFL in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation. He's just been brilliant. Can he now, in his first playoff start, you know, buck that trend that you talked about earlier, go on the road and pull some sort of a monumental upset against First of all, Cowboys. I was impressed with Jordan Love. They already have a better quarterback than we do, number yeah. one. Sure looks that, like it, Mike. Yeah, they, they, and what Green Bay does, what they did with Rodgers, what they did with Favre, what they did with this young man is they let him watch. And that is the correct way, or they feel it's the correct way, and it seems to have worked. He's an accomplished passer. Last week he got rid of the football with, within 2.8 seconds while our guy Justin got rid of it in 3.6. He looks hot right now. Uh, as far as where he knows he wants to throw the ball, uh, their coach, head coach, has done a great job. LaFleur has done a great job with him. Uh, let me tell you, it's easy right now to say you would take Green Bay plus the seven. And because Dallas has not been in a title game, folks, in 28 years. Oh, wow. Okay, so, I mean, there are teams like the Ravens and other teams that are more successful than Dallas has ever been in the last two decades that don't get the credit because they're a not a, a brand team. Uh, this is a game, though, that is like the University of Texas with me. Everything that Carmen <laughs> just said about Dallas, I've heard. You might as well go blah, blah, blah about mm-hmm. Dallas, blah, 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 because every single time you bet them, they're supposed to do something. Is this going to be the year? And if McCarthy's got a problem, what happens if Prescott has a 2-3 interception day and looks dreadful like he has in the past at times? Then what? Do you start over? Is there a Belichick out there? Mm-hmm. Is there a Harbaugh out there? Right. Oh, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I think it's what a great do do? point. What do you do? I think if they lose, he's in trouble. You can't just blame the the, the, the coach if the quarterback makes some bad That's moves. true. Too. He's got a bad record. Look at Lamar Jackson. Are we going to blame Harbaugh if he has a bad game? He's 1-3 in, in the playoffs. That's right. At some, we're the only team in, in the NFL that blames just the fans, the coaches, the writers, Carmen and me, and everybody except Fields. Okay? Yeah. That's what it is. It's a quarterback-coach combo and if McCarthy loses and it looks bad for Prescott, too, what do you do? Can you start over? Good, it's a good – well, I, I, I'm, always, I'm always a big Dak fan, always have been. But it's a, it's a good point. He's This is the spot. Hey, you know what? The Osmonds had a couple good records, right. but I didn't fall heads over heels while the Stones were going, you know? These are the spots where he's had trouble, that organization Absolutely. has had trouble. Like you said, it's been forever since they've been in the NFC title game. Uh, it's they might forever. have to win. Yeah, you you got a problem. Most people like them to go to the Super Bowl. Who else is better oh, It's than hard them? to trust them, though, man. You're yes, not it right. is. You're so right. It is just hard to trust them. Yep. Uh, I think maybe you could see a lot of scoring in this game if I'll I were going to play 51. anything. Yeah, like I, I kind of like the over. Uh, both Jordan Love and Dak Prescott finished the regular season in the top 10 in big-time throw percentage. They like to take those shots downfield. They get what chunk plays. What happens if Green Bay beats them? 
I think my McCarthy's God, they done. were left for dead. And where is Jordan Love? And where does he stand? I mean, he's already had as good a year as Rodgers in his first year with Green Bay. Even better. Now we got to put up with this nonsense for I another know. 10 don't years. Even, don't even. Are you kidding me? I know. Tell me God about bless. it. God uh, bless. Jair Alexander went down with an ankle injury in practice on Wednesday. Didn't practice Thursday. Something to monitor, folks, uh, as we get closer to that game on Sunday. All right. And then we've got the final game on Sunday before the Monday Nighter. And I think this will be a great one. This is the Rams at the Lions. Stafford is back in Detroit. He is the franchise's all-time leader in passing yards by 30,000 yards. You heard that right, folks. 30,000 yards. He has 164 more touchdown passes than the next closest guy, and that guy, of course, is Bobby Lane, who played in the 50s. Uh, It's kind of like the Bears sometimes. Can I quote? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 30,000 yards more than anybody else in history. It's incredible. People tell me, Mike, do you ever do any research? Do you just uh, just ride Carmen and Eric's coattails? No. The Bears have had three quarterbacks with over 40 starts that have a winning record since I was like two. That's amazing, Okay, hold on. Jim McMahon. People say we didn't have a franchise quarterback. I'm sorry. 48-18, okay, and a Super Bowl. He just got injured. Mitch Trubisky, 29-21, two playoffs, and 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 Jim Harbaugh, 35 and 30. Well, the rest, that's it. That's amazing. I mean, because Kramer had a losing record. Everybody thinks Eric Kramer had one year. Right. He had that one record one like year, the franchise record setting right. year. Yeah. So so, you know, I mean, that's that's what you're looking at here. I mean, just a bunch. Yeah, Detroit? Cutler was 500, right? Cutler was 500. Cutler was 500 yeah. in eight years. So right. you've got three guys. But here's my deal with Stafford. Mitch had a better record against him. Stafford will come back to Detroit to a crazy house, mm-hmm. a good football team. They're, they're being treated in the betting world like they're the favorites right now. And I just look at Matthew Stafford and my good friend, who I want to say Happy New Year to, used to tell me this. Dan Jiggins, don't confuse activity with accomplishment. Right. When you bring up yards with Matthew Stafford, very good quarterback, Super Bowl guy, but the Lions are a team that I think are going to end it for him. I, I just think it's too easy right now to grab the Rams. Got to play on that game, so we'll talk about that during the I love plays. it. Last right. game is Eagles Bucks, and oh my God. I mean, you talk about uh, limping to the finish. I mean, Philly, one in five straight up, 0 oh and six against the spread over its last six games. Unbelievable. They are a three point road favorite down in Tampa on Monday night. 43.5 is the total. Jalen Hurts has uh, an in- injured finger on his throwing hand. A.J. Brown has a knee injury. Devontae Smith has an ankle injury. I mean, they're all going to play, but. I don't know how the heck you trust the Eagles right now, and I'm not sure what Nick Sirianni is doing and what he sees in Matt Patricia. Uh, Patricia will continue to call the defensive plays since he took over. The Eagles are allowing 27 points per game. They allowed 864 yards of offense the final two weeks in losses to Arizona and the Giants. Those two teams finished in the bottom third of the NFL in EPA per play on offense. Uh, I don't know what the heck's going on in Philly, but it is a tough team to trust right now, Mike. Well, you got A.J. Brown, and by the way, I mean, he's uh, out. I don't think he's going to play. I mean, if he does... They're saying he's... I think they're leaning that both of them are going to play, but there's no way Smith and Brown are 100%. And Devontae Smith got the injury, too. It's not going to be like it's uh, one of these deals. And and by the way, before the injury, A.J. Brown was the front-running wide receiver, big mouth, pain in the ass that's called a cause a division in the Philadelphia locker room now, which has some people, I was on with Philly Godfather last night on his wonderful mm. uh, wagering show with four or five other guys, 
and uh, you know they're they're they lean Philly because that's where they live. Number one, but number two. Uh, they they know there's a split in the locker room right now. There's some issues with Sirianni. I've even said he thought he was Vince Lombardi last year. Maybe some people think he's lost the locker room. But here's what I've always said. Winning this game wipes all that out. Winning this game wipes that all that out. I got a pick for this game later. Okay, good. I love it. Yeah. All right, we broke down all six. So uh, we'll take a quick time out here. When we come back, Jim Miller's got some ponies. There's always action, and then uh, we'll give you our best plays. So don't go anywhere, folks. we still got more to do. We're coming right back. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you every week, and it's that time to get some ponies. There's always action. Weather might suck here, but uh, it's warm in other places, and they're, they're going to be running. So let's bring in the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. Follow him on X at Hawthorne Jim, and he joins us every week on the Car X Tyronado Guest Hotline. It's Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, this is the type of weekend where I'm thankful to have the Club Hawthorne app. So if you can't leave your house, if you can't make it to Hawthorne or Club Hawthorne OTV, you can bet right there on your phone. Watch and wager on the races. So it is a beautiful thing to have right there at your fingertips. How does this work between all the snow, between the frigid temperatures that are rolling in? I mean, we're talking about Sunday, Monday. We're talking about one, two, maybe five degrees tops. How does it impact what you guys are doing? It's crazy on our track crew, and it's one of those weird things, Karen, where we're actually going to use the snow to our benefit, and when I say that, we're going to use it as basically an insulator for the racetrack for the next couple of days. So Friday and Saturday, we're going to leave that snow laying on top of the racetrack, and what it does is just kind of keeps it from getting exposed to those high winds and freezing, and then we'll drag that snow off late on Saturday. We're going to work the track through on Sunday, and guys, right now for a racing schedule, we're planning to race on Sunday. We're going to start a little bit earlier with a 6 p.m. post, and we will rattle those things off. Then we're postponing races on Monday because it's going to be really bad on Monday. So plan on a live race on Sunday, but again, track crew is going to be working through the night. Those guys work 24 hours a day in these conditions, but they do a great job. Amazing. Yeah, you know, Jimmy, I uh, live out in course country now, and uh, you know, I've seen some things that I didn't know existed, like for instance, I have a buddy that's got a couple horses, and he tells me, you know, I saw a ranch, uh, I mean, another horse farm the other day where they had coats on. He says it's not good for their coats when they have regular, like, capes on the horses. Uh, what do you guys believe in? Is it a different type of training situation for each trainer, how he wants to do it? And what do they do? Do, do they have anything? Do they need anything to protect their hooves or feet? Well, the biggest thing that they're going to do is for the hooves is one of those things that it's really weird that you'll see. Some guys will spray Pam on the bottom of those shoes. And what it does is just kind of keep anything from sticking on the shoes when they're going around the racetrack. So that's one thing that some guys will do. The other thing that they'll do, and we do it at Hawthorne quite a bit, we have really wide aisles in our barns. So a lot of guys will just stay in the barns and train the horses that way. And we have some barns where you can go almost an eighth of a mile in a barn so you can jog the horses inside. They'll do it that way just to kind of try to keep everything all the way up until race time. The good thing about it is we're deep enough into the meat that these horses are fit and ready to go. So it'll be one of those where, like I said, they're going to come out on the track, go right to the gate, go around, and go right back inside. Very interesting. All right, Jimmy, where are we wagering this weekend? We're going to warm weather, guys. Getting away from here with this. So we're going to Tampa Bay Downs. 
for all three races on Saturday. We're just betting these horses to win. Okay. Three stakes races Saturday. So race number six, bet the two, Liban to win. Race number seven, bet the one, a Mystic Lake to win. And then race number nine, this is the Pasco stakes. It's one of those three-year-old stakes. We're going to bet the four, Crazy Mason to win and try to build that bankroll for a great wild card weekend. Sounds good. All right, so Tampa Bay Downs this weekend. Uh, all these are stakes races. We're going to bet them just to win, not across the board this week. Race six, the two horse. Race seven, the one horse. And then race nine, the four horse. Is that right, Jimmy? That's right, boys. Let's make some money. Beautiful. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jim. All right, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy, Jim wow. Miller. So they're still planning a race Sunday night, so keep that in mind, folks, over at Hawthorne. And you can go to the book and watch all the games. All right, let's do it, Mike. Let's roll, roll into some best plays for Super Wild Card Weekend. What are we feeling? You start us off, my okay. friend. Let's uh, go. I think we have the same opinion on this game. We'll go to Rams-Lions. We broke it down a little bit earlier. Lions are an NFL best 18-7 and against the number at home over the last three seasons. Uh, Rams, bottom five in the NFL in pressure percentage this year. Their pass defense is also bottom five on all play-action pass attempts. And guess what? Jared Goff finished the regular season with more play-action pass attempts and more passing yards off of play-action than any other quarterback in the league. I still don't love this Rams defense. I think they've been a great story. I didn't expect them to make the playoffs, but I think their their secondary is susceptible. I think Jared Goff's got something to prove. I think that Lions home crowd is going to be going nuts to finally see a playoff game. And I just trust that offense in Detroit in the climate control environment in Ford Field a lot more than I do on the road. So I like the Lions minus the three. As long as this thing stays at a field goal or under, I am happy to back the Lions laying the field goal at home against the Rams on Sunday. Night. Yeah, the Rams seem to be a colorful, uh, like I said, uh, uh, underdog right now. And uh, if things are supposed to hold true, Carmen and I are going to both be in trouble. Not for that pick, maybe. But, you know, like Carmen said earlier, most of the underdogs early in the playoffs cover. Yeah. Well, the spreads aren't always this close. And uh, so the Detroit one is a lead for me for sure. My pick is the downtrodden, uh, could be one of the few times you'll see a Super Bowl coach get fired a couple years later. A year later, maybe. A year later when, uh, when he went there. Uh, I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this football game. It's hard for me to see. I love Baker Mayfield. I love him so much. He was doubted. He won when Cleveland was Cleveland. Mm. All, I, all, everything, including injuries, point to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is playing the, be- the best football. I've heard this from everybody. Yet I look at the Philadelphia Eagles. They're not like the Dallas Cowboys or a glamour team for the most part. Yet people are staying away from them with the plague. Like I said... I'm going to take Philadelphia. That's what I, what I registered. I'm as surprised as anybody. Okay. But that's what we do, ladies and gentlemen. So I got just that one pick. I'll be on with the bonus pick, which I was 13-8 and eight with this year. 5-1 and one the last five weeks with, uh, with uh, Carmen and Yurko a little bit later on. You got any more, Carmen? That's it. The only other thing, and we both kind of hit on it when we talked about Steelers' bills. Uh, I, I lean here for me on the Steelers, especially as this total keeps coming down and the line that hasn't really moved. Anytime you're looking at a 10-point spread and a total as low as 35, I think you just kind of have to just sprinkle a little couch change on the Steelers on the underdog in this situation. I've got some action on Steelers plus the 10. Um, you know, that, that would be my only other thing I would say for the weekend is uh, I've got a okay. little action there. I've got an investment well, we there. Sprinkle a little left. couch change on the Steelers. We got one guy left. He's our esteemed producer, ladies and gentlemen, back from the bear season. It's time for Eric O's betting show. Here he I is. Love it. 
Here he is. It's got e, a you got to pick for us. Yeah, well, let's you know, That's it. what I do. I'm a marketing guy. Yeah, you, you really well are. Know, you yeah. really are. I know that. <laughs> um, I, I'm with Carm. I do like the. St- I like a lot of the, the dogs this week in with, general. With. And I was looking at the Steelers line, but I think I like the Green Bay plus seven more okay. than I like the, okay. the Steelers line. Um, GB plus seven. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game I because I don't be trust either team's secondary at all. Yeah. Yep. Um, I. I I think Jordan Love is going to keep that closer than the seven. I do think that's going to be All a high right, scoring game. I love go. it. There's some action, some dogs, a couple of favorites. We don't pick 10 games so everybody could end up scrambling. Exactly. Nope. Uh, we keep it kind of streamlined and concise. Everybody uh, enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend. All the action should be great starting Saturday, ending Monday night. Uh, thanks to Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy. Great to have Eric Ostrowski back. And Mike, as always, it's been a pleasure. And thanks to everybody for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Happy wagering. And then we'll be previewing the Divisional weekend next week, Mikey. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.